This is the Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Beck Charwood, and with me is my amazing co-host, Alex J. This is the podcast <laughs> where we watch the movies that dudes just can't believe we haven't seen. Oh my god, are you a sports reporter? I basically went radio just then. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be on like commercial breakfast radio soon. Can you what, tell? What would our duo name be? Beck and Alex in the morning. Chelsea and the J. <laughs> Chelsea and the J coming at you 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Monday to Friday. Meow, meow, meow. We do air horns at 7 a.m. Meow, meow, meow. It's too early for air horns. I hope you're awake and stuck in traffic. <laughs> you have to turn the volume down because it's too loud. We hate ourselves. <laughs> All right. Who wants to hear five minutes of farts on the phone? <laughs> Pick up your phone. We'll give you cash. <laughs> Uh, That's exhausting. It's so I don't know relaxing how do being a podcast host. <laughs> it really is. I don't know how people do that. As a I don't even know if I can do the episode. I'm exhausted it's now. Tiring. I'm out of breath. That's true. I'm sorry if we scared you. <laughs> I scared myself. If I'm being I scare myself every morning. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Beck? Uh, you know, uh, I just moved house this week. You did. It's very exciting. I moved house two weeks ago. I know. We're so in sync. We're so in sync. You moved to a beautiful new apartment that we're sitting in right now. Yes, and I just visited your new house and it is gorgeous. Thank you. And also, they are only 12 minutes apart. Woohoo! Instead of an hour as it was before. Previously, it was about an hour. So you can expect more drunk podcasts <laughs> on this stream. Because we are uberable now. <laughs> Yes, bitch. <laughs> it's very exciting. It's very, very exciting. So it's taken up a lot of your week this week, huh? Yes. Yeah. And I've been very stressed. Moving's crazy, dude. It is. I mean, I'm only moving. I'm moving to share house. So I mm-hmm. just had to. I've. Look, to be honest, I, I did the lazy thing. Mm. I fobbed off the three pieces of furniture that I own. Okay. And I just bought new shit. Nice. <laughs> because Very I had nice. a, a tiny bit of savings and I was like, that's been sitting there for like a week. <laughs> I guess I can spend that on something. That's, that's safe. That shouldn't be there. Surely that recurred interest or something. Like it's worth it. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable having an excess income. I know. Oh, Don't too like much. It. Oh, what am I? Like a hundred? Get out of here. I don't have kids that need that money. Super? Come on. Uh, (laughs) I'm a millennial. My grandkids are just listening to this like, you bitch. This is why we don't have an inheritance. You had the world's biggest cocaine addiction (laughs) and you left nothing to us. (laughs) Goodness. Although I'm addicted to cocaine now, I just foresee it in my future. Oh, yeah, of course. We're in the entertainment business. (laughs) We have to. Imagine. (laughs) I've planned for it. Your move would have been so much more stressful than mine. Let's talk about it. Why? I don't. Well, you had to move a whole house and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I've got a whole house worth because you're stuff. an adult and you own <laughs> more than a mattress, a chest of drawers, and an obscenely large mirror that just screams, <laughs> "I'm a narcissist." <laughs> but then I bought an obscenely large mirror. <laughs> you did. Look, mine's bigger, but whatever. All right. Oh, there's that it's narcissism. A, it's back again. Mirror measuring contest. Um, <laughs> it's a great mirror. Thanks. I love it. It's from IKEA, which. Is a store that I love. That's where I bought all my furniture from. Fuck yeah. Please, Ikea, endorse and sponsor us. Please sponsor this podcast. Both of our houses are furnished by you. And in a special way, it kind of does. It does. (laughs) Endorses my life. Sponsors my life. Right. In that I give them money. Yeah. And then I can have to live 
in a house of shitly built furniture because yes. I built it. Look, everything is slightly wobbly, but, but that's not a slight on Ikea. That's a slight on me. Yeah. And it was $40. So who cares? Who cares? <laughs> um, before we get into this week's episode, uh-huh. I think we have to do a little bit of a um, note about last week's episode. Yes. Turns out. Look, last week we watched... Reservoir Dogs. If you didn't listen, go back. It's a very good episode. It's, we, it's one of our faves, it's turned out. Steve said it was one of his favourite. Mm. He didn't mind being slandered at all. He For loved it. Entire and episode. we didn't have words about it afterwards. No, it's just been smiles and peaches yes, and cream. He didn't say, you need to separate our relationship from your entertainment career not at, at all. all. That's not a thing that happened. Go back and listen to the episode. If anything, I think he Please. wants them to be more combined. Yes. <laughs> he would love that. <laughs> Um, yeah, we did Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> yes. And we we kind of, we were like, oh, we might be fans of Tarantino. The first and Tarantino yes, flick. And we, we should have we done a bit of a deep dive into Tarantino as a director. That's not our fault because then we had uh, a very, very, very Valued lovely listener, listener of Laos uh, get in contact and uh, let us know that Tarantino is a probo boy. Look. He got some probo problems. In hindsight, it's not surprising. <laughs> not at all. It did seem too good to be true. At it the time, did. I was like, I'm having too much fun. Yeah, so we just got alerted. We were alerted that he has uh, not a great history in his directing yeah. style. Lovely to his male actors. They're great. Weird. Uh, but if you're a female, apparently no good. Oh, maybe that's why we didn't come across this fact while researching Reservoir Dogs because there's no women in that movie. Yeah. Whereas I mean, that should have been the alarm bells. It's like, is there a reason there's no women? There was. There were alarm bells. I just didn't know they were yeah. what they were ringing about. Well, they're red flags. You know, you can't hear them. Yes, they just flap a little bit. They just but if flap. It's, if and it's you're like, what's that? Day, Did I fart? No. And it's if a it's, red flag. If it's a still day, you can't hear a flag. Yeah. You, you can only see wind. them. And sorry, I had my rose-coloured glasses on. Yeah. So it turns out that he, he <laughs> All was... the flags are red. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was blinded. Um, so it turns out that he... What was it? He like he was very mean to Uma Thurman, choked her in his... Ta- I mean, I should have researched yeah. this before we delve into it. I think what we will do is next uh, yes. Tarantino movie we do, we will do a deep dive on Tarantino yes. beforehand. Yes. This is the great thing about this podcast and also... A terrible thing about this podcast is that we don't know what we're getting into until we're into it. Oh, it's uh, so exciting. Yes, everything's a mystery. <laughs> Very cool. So, yeah, next Tarantino movie we do. We don't know what it's going to be yet, but we will definitely spend a lot of time breaking yeah. down who Tarantino is Yeah. before we look into his bloody movies. Yeah. Quite cool. literally bloody movies. Not very, just an Australian expression. Very it? blood-filled movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what movie are we doing this week? Well, this uh, week... Um, we're not doing a blood film movie. We're doing a comedy this week. Mm. And uh, we, we're doing the movie uh, Freddie Got Fingered. Yes. Um, and uh, Alex, you chose this movie. I did. Well, it was actually, it was requested by one of our valued listeners. Ah! Um, it was requested by Tiana, who emailed in saying that, you know, this is a movie that she's always been shamed for not seeing. Right. She also, very funnily, I, I'm sure you remember this, this is a big highlight of our day when we received it. She's the one who sent us a photo of a guy going through a checkout buying five two litre bottles of plain milk. Yes. We need to, sh- we will share it on our socials because we here we'll at the his, we'll suit, blur out his yeah, face. We'll blur out his face. Because, you know, if the man, look, if fuck him. Um, no, yeah. let's uh, kill him. Fuck his anonymity. <laughs> and as well, I, Tiana, I don't, 
I won't reveal the location of that supermarket, Ooh. but that that was my local supermarket, supermarket for like three years. For the last three years, Beck, so uh, re- like recognized everything around. The I checkout. was like, oh my god, I know that shelf. I know the checkout guy. Like I used to live Tiana. I used to live next door above the chiropractic clinic. <laughs> And so, that's as much information as, as much information I'll disclose. I don't live there anymore. No. As I said, I've just moved. I would still love to live there. Oh, my God. I would To live <laughs> next door to an IGA, I thought I was the queen. Oh, my gosh. Oh. That was just gorgeous. What a time. What a time. <laughs> um, um, thank you so much for that, Tiana. But I do have to also say to Tiana, um, in response to your movie recommendation, how fucking dare you... <laughs> How dare you make me sacrifice my life, time in my life, to watch this film? So, did you like it? I'm Look. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, this is a, um, this is a real good one, Tiana. It's a real go on, Tiana. Well done. This is, oh, Tiana, you, we were sleeping on this one. Yeah. I did not see this coming. So I, I did not see this I movie kinda, coming. I did. Oh, my God. Yeah? So, yeah. What's so your history with the movie, She requested Ali? it and I was like, fuck, yes, Freddie got fingered. Because I was a teenager when Tom oh, Green was no. huge. The Tom Green show and then Freddie Got Fingered came out. I was like 16 at that time. No. So all of my dude friends were obsessed with Tom Green. They just thought he was the fucking shit and the funniest guy to ever live. This is like before Jackass and stuff kind of. I'm get, I don't know. I might be getting my time. No, that, that makes but sense. Like, this is like the first kind of like, I don't know, like just the, I think this is the first kind of delve into gross out comedy that really ever happened properly. Delve? Is, delve is not strong enough word. He's, he's not just wading through he's the gross out. He's not wading through it. He he's jumping is in. from an Olympic dive. Like he's somersaulted <laughs> and then, flipped. And he's taking a shovel with him and he's digging yeah. even deeper. You're like, he's going to touch the bottom. And he no, goes no. through the bottom and he's you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. making more of the bottom. So... All of my dude friends were like obsessed with, especially Freddie Got Fingered. And we used to do this like cute, just cute things. Like we had a little group of six of us. We'd always do like little sleepovers and like watch movies and cute. stuff. And one of the nights they put on Freddie Got Fingered and they, I was like, I don't like Tom Green because I'd seen the Tom Green show. Uh. I was like, I don't think he's that funny. He's just weird. And so they were like, just watch it. It's really funny. And then it got up to the first disgusting scene. And I just remember being like, turn it off. And I made them turn it off. I'm like, this is funny. I don't want to spend two hours like doing this. Like, let's watch something actual funny. Like, I don't know, an Ace Ventura yes. or something. Back then, that was like the ultimate. That was the shit. Good on you for making them turn it off. Thank I, you. 16-year-old me would have been like, ha, 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 I love it. <laughs> Look, that's my memory of it. Yeah. Uh, that's what my <laughs> brains decided to remember. I'm sure I was a lot more hey. like, whatever you guys want. <laughs> but I didn't. I wasn't in love with any of them, so that makes it yeah, different. Yeah, a lot easier. You know, they're yeah, actual yeah, yeah. platonic dude friends. Okay, cool. Uh, still friends to this day. Love oh, them. cute. Good boys. And, yeah, so... This has been huge for me because I've literally never even tried to watch it since that night that I made them turn it off after that first scene. So I was really excited to watch this because I was like, I wonder if watching it now as a 32-year-old versus a 16-year-old has it, will it change my – and like my idea of comedy is different. Will I have a bit better appreciation for it or will it still just be disgusting? And, so I was and, very excited to and, watch this uh, one. Uh, we won't get into did you because yeah. that's the whole crux of this <laughs> thing. Um, uh, but yeah, shall we? Uh, shall we jump in? 
Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> it's never easy to let go. You make your daddy proud. You hear me? I'm going to make you so proud. You make your daddy proud. Proud. Get the are you really excited about starting to work at the sandwich factory tomorrow? Hello? Can you hear me? He thinks different. You want to just barge into a restaurant and expect someone to give you a TV show? Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah? Hey! He talks different. I can walk backwards fast as you can. And the backwards man, the backwards man. I can walk backwards fast as you can. What God name are you doing? And he acts... Different. No, 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 my plan. Give me my plan. But that's only because... Ah! He is... Stupid. He's a stupid! Not stupid! He's stupid! Not stupid! Danny, would you like some sausage? Danny, would you like some sausage? We're real proud of it. I think I could have come up with a better title. An unemployed cartoonist moves back in with his parents and younger brother, Freddy. Freddy? Freddy. When his, parents, <laughs> when his parents demand he leave, he begins to spread rumours that his father is sexually abusing Freddie. That's the official synopsis. That's the official. Okay, so this is a crazy movie. But for anyone who hasn't seen it, which I think there will be a lot of people who haven't, um, how would you describe this <clears throat> Well... This movie is about a man who is physically abused by his father and as a result suffers extreme psychosis. The film is based on his skewed version of reality where despite no effort or talent, he becomes a successful animator and falls in love with a beautiful wheelchair-bound sadomasochist. (laughs) The film's creator, Tom Green, deems the film to be an absurdist dark comedy, adding another layer of inception to the film showing that he himself suffers a very loose grip on reality. The film can be used as a bar test as to who should die first in the pending apocalypse, depending on whether you like this movie or not. <laughs> this movie can get in the fucking bin. <laughs> okay, all right, let's let's jump in. Um, all right, let's. Just, I, I just want to know your thoughts. Let's start there. I want a barometer of where we're at. Go. I just initial like first impression thoughts. Disgusting. Mm. I said it was my word of the month. Mm. Disgusting. It turns. You did say that was your word of the month. It's this month. Look, it's it's crossed over months now. It's moving into its second month, and it's working. This movie's disgusting. It's an evergreen word. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. What okay. are What are your thoughts? D- okay. Um. It is disgusting. Yes. Absolutely. And I could have definitely done away with the disgusting scenes. I don't. I don't even know. I don't know how I feel about this movie. Like, I finished it. I was expecting to hate it and just write it off like dumb. Wait. Never again. Yes. Then I finished the movie and I was, I'm was. i still really confused because it. the disgusting moments are insane and don't need to exist. Yeah. But then there were the moments of actual proper comedy and, like, funny writing that, like, kept me on board. So Where? I'm, where were they? Okay. <laughs> Show me. What do you mean? I knew I should have written them all down. Um, I, there were just some lines. There that, was like one or two moments where I like not even laughed. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's funny. We got it. Okay. So we got into it mm. and it starts with that animation. Mm. 
like a live action kind of yeah animation thing. Yes. Not live action. I'm using no, that it's wrong. essentially just like a like a shot a of a drawing, Cartoon. like a, yeah, an animation, Doing like just and, yeah. Um, when it started on that, see, like I was just like, oh, okay. See, this is the kind of like, is this going to be the absurdist comedy that became quite popular around this time? Like, say, yeah. a Tim and Eric. Yeah. Or I don't have more examples, but I know that there was more around at the time, and. I really like all that kind of absurdist comedy and I really to this day still do like we've got some comedians in Sydney who are like fantastic absurdist com- comics. Yeah. So when I was seeing that like animation and stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe this movie will go in that vein and maybe I was just too like green and sensitive when I was 16 so I didn't really get it. Um, and it just started really strange like it's where yes. he like gets the car but then he has to – he's about to go on the bus and he gets a car instead and – and I was like, it starts strong. The yeah. movie starts strong. Yeah, I'll give it that. And fucking Rip Torn is in it, which who, yes. by the way, has since passed away. Since what? We, I watched this movie. He died last week. Oh my god! Very sad. Well, Rip Rip Torn. Uh, rip Rip. A big Sorry, rip that's not, not appropriate. He's just passed. I'm sure. Um, not a... Well, I have to take out a chunk of my notes about his performance then. Oh no! Um, oh. <laughs> uh, the movie used to get starts with like this, you yeah. know, clearly kooky kid who's yes. an animator, mm. and he goes and he skateboards around his Super local and... shopping centre, yeah. and he's like, you know, for no reason, like he's just a bit kooky like that. Yes. And then he's off to go to LA to, you know, yeah. become an animator, and yeah. I'm like, oh, this is a little bit weird, like. And I like that weird stuff because yeah. I'm like, I like, I don't, I don't always find it like laugh out loud funny, but I love watching it because I find it fascinating because I'm like, my brain could never do that. Yeah. It's not by the numbers comedy. It's absurdist. So it's weird and like kind of takes you out of your comfort zone type stuff where like, I'm not always just like ha ha at it, but I'm like, it's weird and it's strange and I yeah I just it's fascinating because like I said my brain just can't do that so that's where I thought we were going yes with it after that first scene and then we get up to the scene that I remember demanding we turn it off at when I was 16 uh, where he's jerking off a horse yes and Uh, look I'll say it jerking off a horse can be funny we're not comedy prudes I think there's definitely yep. a time and a place in comedy for horses to be jerked off. I don't know if I can think of one off the top. I don't. Of my I head, don't. Though. I cannot think of one. I cannot think of one. <laughs> but like, I think like, well, definitely like, there could have been like, you could have built up to that moment. Like, yes, I'm about to get very comedy nerdy when he's like, absolutely. There's this whole like, okay, so this, it's basically he sees a horse he's with driving. a horse erection. Yes. yes. He's like driving from his hometown to LA to become yes. a famous artist. Yeah. And so then he sees a horse with a horse erection and he just jumps out of he the car and starts not even properly jerking him off. And that's what I'm mad about. I'm like, if you're going to commit to jerking a horse off, commit to the scene. I want to see that horse come, you know, <laughs> and I want to I want to believe it. I want to sound this like isn't that line. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like, you know, like bestiality porn where the horse is like, oh, yes, big daddy. Yeah. You know, this is a real moment yeah. between a man and a horse. It, it, and he just, it, it's. He's just like pinch. He's like <laughs> touching it with like his fingers. Yeah. You and then he's not even doing a good job. He's like it a little tickle, if anything. Yes. And, and then he just gets back in his car and drives off. Yeah. 
And then they have this whole thing later on where he's like, get inside the animals. I'm like, well, now would be a good time to jerk the horse off. Yes. Now we're Sorry, please don't sound by any of this. <laughs> sound by that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my problem with it was one, these gross scenes don't need to be there. I think it would be a very funny movie without it. I get where he's what he's doing. This is his first movie. He's just but this- not his first shot at television. No. He had the Tom Green show, which was yeah, hugely yeah. successful. If you were like some you know comedian I've known who's only done live comedy, some producers got obsessed with you and be like, "Here's yeah. money, make a movie." I could forgive that, but this movie, like, mm. and even like the gross moments as well, like. So many of them could have been timed and have a build-up to justify them. Yes. But to me, yeah. this is just a man's psychosis. Yeah, it is. it was psychotic. And I did, like, um, watch it and I was, like, my first thought was, okay, why? Yeah. Why is he jerking off a horse and why so early in the movie? Like, they haven't, again, getting comedy nerdy. He hasn't gained our trust yet yes. as audience. Maybe that's the point. I don't know. I didn't watch, like, any interviews he's done about it or anything. But just, like, as a first watch of a movie, if he needed a horse jerking off scene yeah. to be in there, I think it could have done better much later. Well, it's just crappy writing. Like, yeah. it's lazy writing. Mm. Like, and I think this is what the vein that a lot of stand-ups – fall into is like they're so used to writing for live crowds writing for screen is so much different seven minute spots you, yeah you don't need to shock ju- jock hit yeah. him hard you don't need to justify you jerking off a horse you're like i'm here for seven minutes i've got to get it done yeah i've got to jerk off that horse now whereas a film it's like you're holding someone's attention for an hour and you've a got half 90 minutes, you've dude. got 90 minutes sometimes two and a half hours if you're very rude which yeah. they got this movie <laughs> is yeah. only disgusting and not very rude very um rude. But fuck, like, it's just it's shitty. It's 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 rude. Like it's it's, it's taking our time. And oh god, oh gosh. <sighs> Sorry, I just need to take a moment. I'm so mad because then I think what so the pro. Okay, we'll start with the problems I had with it. The problems I had was the gross outness. I didn't think it needed to be so extreme, or felt just kind of placed in there. And then around it, I felt were quite funny scenes yeah. that weren't gross. Um, which was saddening because I'm like, oh, but everything else is quite funny and weird. Yeah. And you're kind of cancelling it out by putting these disgusting scenes in. But so much of it was about dicks again. Like, yeah. dudes love their dicks. Oh, they obsessed. just So much of it, like, like when he's, he starts working at the cheese sandwich factory and he just yeah. jumps up on the conveyor belt and pretends to have a big dick. Yeah. Just what, like for no reason. Like dudes just. And when he's just, like testing, testing, one, two. I was yeah. like, that. Oh. Bex just hitting her groin as she's uh, saying that. Yes, I was. I was doing a little maz just to relieve the tension. <laughs> I'm so stressed about this movie. But yeah, it's just it was very dick humor centric. Um, Which, if you're 16, Alex, you're in the danger zone. But that's what I was like. No wonder my 16 year old dude mates fucking yeah. love this movie because it's all they're thinking about is their dicks, and then they see a movie that's got comedy based on it. Of course, they're gonna love it. So I think if you can ignore the dick humor there is other elements of good humor in it that i like had some lols at okay um but there's just so much dick in it it's so much and like i'm a big fan of dicks as you may have come to know from listening to any of the episodes of this podcast do not disparage a dick but like (sighs) i'm so angry there's just so much and dick and there's so much cum humor too and you can do a great dick joke there's so many great I am not against dick jokes at all. I love a dick joke. This made me sick of dick jokes. Yeah. 
I was like, this. I mean, they're not even jokes. It was just like, here's a dick. And I was yeah. like, I actually, um, yeah. I'm actually a straight woman and I love dicks. So making fun of them is offensive to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then, then there's like that, that scene at the end where he's the, there's an elephant and the elephant comes on both of them because yeah. he jerks the elephant off. Yeah, like, again, a terrible job of jerking off the elephant. I don't even know how you Ter- jerk off like, an elephant, but they obviously didn't research. Like, I've seen some dicks in my time, and if it's large, you've got to use both hands you and some elbow hands grease. you got to that shit. You know? <laughs> even, the, like, even it's not it's polite if you use two hands on all sizes. Of course. Some because people, men not- really dig it. They're like, oh, my God, thank you for pretending. <laughs> like, um, oh, I know I it's barely- not me, but, like, thank you. <laughs> my arms are hurting. <laughs> but like, but like, oh. it's just based. Yeah, I was just the whole time. It's like dudes think dicks and cum is funny, and I get that. But I don't. Think I do, and I love those jokes. I don't, but in this context, I was like, it's so lazy. It's, it's, it's so, so shitly so done. It. It's so. Just like a big fuck you to the audience of like, you're dumb idiots. I don't need to write this. Here's a start. Here's an end point. Here's me doing weird shit in the middle. Like you'll love no matter what I do. And that's like, you love it no matter what I do. And that's what shitted me so hard about this movie. I think we would feel differently if the gross out scenes weren't in there because like i've been saying like there there was some really funny stuff around that i know i think even with like the like the gross out scenes if they had any sort of build up any sort of justification it was almost like he was just like um like oh set up a room what's the most like and then like start shooting and then he's like what's the most disgusting they can do film it Right. I okay. think there was no writing involved. Like with the hospital scene, like they were like, oh, my friend gets oh, injured. He goes to hospital. What happens? Oh, a lady gives, a lady's giving birth. Mm. That scene it was troubling, but I was, was like. That was upsetting, actually. I definitely think there's a way that he could have made that funny. Instead, what happens is this lady's like, I'm giving birth, get a doctor. Instead, he's just like, not even like, I'll deliver the baby. He just starts like bending over and looking into this lady's pussy. Mm. And, like, pulling the baby out. Mm. And then, like, she's, like, screaming. And, and this is another thing that troubled... Sorry, I'm mm. so fucking angry. Um, the thing that troubled me was that only half the characters in this movie seem to cotton on to the absurdist reality. Yeah. So, yeah, like, half... It wasn't the, consistent. Yeah. So, mm. half the characters were, like... Like, his dad is like, I'm a crazy, angry man, and all I do is punch things and hurt people. But then you had, like, this character, like, the woman who acted like a real woman who a crazy man was trying to pull her baby out of her and was like, get me a doctor. Who the fuck are you? Get away from me. Mm. And I was like, this is... It was confusing. It was confusing and really troubling. I was like, if she was on board, if she was like... Uh, like if she was like, yeah. oh my god, my it was, baby, she was in like the unreal, unrealistic, yeah, reality. But I was like, she hasn't gotten the right brief it for would, whatever yeah. this is. No, like, that's right. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, if yeah. everyone was on the same, if all the characters were on the same page of the world that he'd created, yes, it would have been a bit easier to watch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's one of the scenes I'm like, that could have been out of there. Yeah, easily. Um, and the deer, like getting inside the deer. Oh, the deer thing. That, actually, you're right on that. That, that didn't need to be there I just at think, all. I think it just took away from what I think were was good writing around it or just silly, like, or silly absurdist writing. Like like I said If before, you haven't seen the movie, essentially uh, Tom Green goes to LA and he's told he's like the big 
animator producer dude is like, you need to like get out there, get inside the animals. So then he manically runs like off to some road somewhere and dives inside the body of a dead deer mm. and is just like dancing around inside this is it. Like Montag, like a yeah. If you're just covered in blood dancing in a dead deer. And I was like, if anything, go back to that horse and get inside the horse. Yeah. Look, but like, if you think of it. I, his... I want him to fuck the horse and mean it. All right, good. Then let's do a reboot. <laughs> Tom Green, are you listening? And you free. Hello, Alexi. Yes, <laughs> we've got an idea you want to fund. <laughs> um, he, he knows, look. He knows his demographic because at that time, I imagine his demographic was 16 to 18-year-old yes. men, boys. Like, they were. Like, his his whole yeah. Tom Green show, it was all Thank gross. Thank you for clarifying that they are boys and not men. <laughs> I really appreciate that. A 16-year-old man. Yes. No, no, no. Oh, they would, oh, they'd love it too much if there you called no them men, Alex. <laughs> they'd be like, she wants to fuck me. <laughs> and look, yes, I have historically dated younger men, but I, I have a limit. Not that young. I have a limit. Even though 16 is the legal age, so you can chill the fuck out. <laughs> We Googled it. (laughs) Um, I think he just, he knows his demographic. He knows that these are the people that watch his shit and they're going to fucking love him running around in a deer corpse and they're going to love him being cummed on by a huge elephant and then just spending the rest of the, the rest of the fucking movie covered in white liquid. Like, I hate it, but he... I think in that respect, he's a smart guy. He knows his fucking demographic. Yeah. Well, I was an, I because I I was a bit young to to get the Tom Green, and also I was banned from watching anything risque. Of course, as a child, so I completely I missed think the Tom Green. Smart era. parents should ban yeah. their children from watching Tom Green at an impressionable age. Like what was so Tom Green? He before this, he had like the Tom Green Show, which was hugely successful, like a cult yeah. kind of thing on like Canadian TV. Mm. Um, where he just did his weird Pranks absurd stuff. And yeah. sketches and like I said, I think it was, it was like a very raw jackass. I think it was before, like just before jackass too. So ah. it, was, it was on the cusp of that reality TV style show that now is just normal. Yeah. But back then it was kind of like, it was just starting. So everyone was like, what the fuck is it? He's actually pranking people. It's not just like sketches like a Monty yeah, Python yeah, yeah. or something. Um, and just all the, the gross out humor, I think, mm. was just coming around then too. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand, like, I definitely understand, like, 16 year old dudes loving this. Yeah. Like, I very much, yeah, get it. Uh, but it's I, all about coming dicks. They yeah. love it. That's all they think about. Ugh, disgusting. So, Who would ever just think about coming dicks all the time? <laughs> what kind of sick, horny, not pervert. Me. Would do that. No, I listen to I listen because what I like to do is listen to podcasts about these movies mm. to get you know different Beforehand, perspectives. Right. Yes, uh, and uh, <laughs> it's like you traitor. <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what I listened to was these guys who were in their forties, right? Mm, they okay. opened the podcast by saying, "Hey guys, this is a four twenty friendly podcast." <laughs> Oh, my God. I literally started watching this movie. I'm like, should I be high for this? Right? <laughs> and they were like, we just smoke like a bunch of J's. And then, like, you could hear how high they were. And they were like, this is the best shit ever. Like, yes. this is the fun. And I was just losing my mind being like, what? Like, Of course. 
But of course, stoners oh. love this movie because a stoner brain is the same. <laughs> an adult stoner brain is the same as a 16-year-old yeah. uh, sober brain, right? Yep. They're just all both just thinking crazy shit. And, and never and eat pussy. Yeah. <laughs> There's a strong correlation between the two. I've done my research. The reason she keeps leaving you is because you won't eat her pussy. Put the blunt down, Brody. <laughs> Brody. Another pro- problem that I had with this movie is, okay, the movie is called Freddy Got Fingered. Yes. The main character's name is Gordon. I thought Tom Green was Freddy. Yes. This whole, my entire life. The last 16 years I thought Tom Green was Freddy. And then I found out it's his brother. And yes. it's, oh, okay, and let's then, get <laughs> fucking Jesus. I, okay, so I'll just go, like, there are a couple of things that I wrote down of, like, Fun co- things that I found funny because I thought I might have okay, to good. reference. Yes, I, I, have, I have in my notes. Ask Alex what she thinks is funny. <laughs> Look, I think, it, and it's not going to sound funny just saying it, but just you know, for example, like when he's talking to the girl in the hospital and she's just, he's just met her, yeah, and he's like talking about the hospital, and then she says with a smile, like, yeah, and also like sometimes people here die of cancer. Like she goes yeah. real dark with a smile <laughs> on her face. Like that's funny. So it's just not funny saying it back. But yeah. um, <laughs> in context, it was heaps funny. I thought Backwards Man was really funny. Okay, yes. Backwards just Man. Weird shit like that. Just like did moments. get caught in my head. I was yeah. singing it as I reverse part. And I remember that too. That was big back in the day. People would like recreate that. Um, and like how he was like saying to Tom Green's mum like – if I were you, I'd go out and have sex with basketball players. And then he goes, I'd have sex with Greeks. Like, so they're like a whole kind of demographic of big men to have sex with. And then at the end, she's like dating Shaquille O'Neal. That I think was it is. very fun. That is the one point that I wrote down that I was like, okay, I laughed at that when his mum was fucking Shaquille O'Neal. Like, there's just like little moments. Also, a little part where he's like, yeah, fuck her up. Yeah. Fuck his mum, Shaquille. <laughs> and like, and you know how she gets him to. Whack her paralyzed legs with a cane, uh, um, <laughs> but then there's a moment that she's like saying, "Like now I'll do it to you," and he like touches his knee very like, like you know weirdly, and he just goes, "No, I've got sensitive knees." Just like I don't know, just little elements like that. I just found like really out of the blue funny because I've been was... previously scarred by the disgustingness, and then I was like, "Oh, these are actual like funny things." And I got I just I just left this movie feeling very confused. Right. I mean, see, with the problem that I had, it's with like the, I watched two different movies, kind of thing. Yeah. I, oh man, I wish I had your experience. Because like, okay. like when he was doing the whole like knee whacking thing with her, because I was like, okay, like you can like be into pain, like that's your thing, totally. But then he smacks her across the face. Mm. With it, and I was like, ah, mm. I can't get over the abuse in this movie and assault. Yeah, like it's all like he like assaults a kid multiple times. Yeah, his dad assaults the fuck out of him. Yeah, he assaults the fuck out of his girlfriend, and it's a joke, and it made me so mad. There was definitely the element of like yeah, violence and assault being a joke, and even more annoying is like I know this isn't a conscious choice. I know this isn't something that you've written in here. Like this is something that I don't think he thought through was like well yeah if i punch him in the face it's funny like yeah uh, no of course yeah he's not like subtexting uh, being like this is funny because i love assault he's like yeah back you know he's just that slapstick humor 
And that's a problem when you like weave it in. Like, get all these 16 year old boys who redeemed. are taking this in. It's just like, they're like, oh, it's funny when you hit someone in the front. Yeah. It's like, ah, yes. all contributes and it's to not, men's and weird it's relationship redeemed. with violence. Yeah. And also, <laughs> uh, another reason that definitely 16 year old dudes love this movie is because his girlfriend is obsessed with giving him blowjobs. Oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> oh, fuck that another shit. Another time I was like, of course, kids, male kids love this fucking movie it's their dream this yeah. movie is their dream they can just be gross as they want and then a hot girl wants to suck them off all day like the biggest punchline in this movie is when he like drops down from a helicopter and he's like i, bu- I okay i did like the part where it's like i bought you jewels right. i was like okay just stuff like that like that's very silly yes, it doesn't make silliness. sense i love it when um, it's when it's yeah, his silliness where it doesn't make sense is just weird. Like, I bought you jewels. And, yeah. Um, it's like, she never asked for yes. jewels. And that's funny. It, it's just, it's so overshadowed by the grossness and the and this shitness. movie has no pace and no planning either. Like, it feels like, I feel like like how we're talking Much about like it is a episode. hot somersault. Because <laughs> we don't because I don't much. know where to begin. I don't know where to pull this apart. Well, there's, there's no so like much. going through at plot points because there's like twenty different plots going on in this movie. Yeah, like you're you you're you get the impression at the beginning of the movie that it's about his quest to go to L.A. Yeah. and then it turns out that L.A. scene, L.A. whole sequence goes for about five minutes. Yeah, and then it's over. And then it's done until like the very end of the movie. Like there's no, which I think is the point. There's no like he's not he didn't set out to make a narrative. Yeah, he just set out to put a bunch of shit and like throw it at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. Something that I never realized, like one, because that uh, he's not Freddy. Two, I didn't realize that's where the fucking title got came from. Freddy yeah. got fingered. Was like He's one tiny plot point amongst 20 others. <laughs> about a fake alleged sexual assault. Yes. In this post-Me Too era, it sounds so insane. Oh, my God, it really does. That a movie is titled after someone's false claims. False claim. Not just sexual assault, child molestation. (laughs) See, it just just shows such a different era of comedy, right? Like, that would not fly these days at all. Mm -mm. Like, if you haven't seen it. So, it's called Freddy Got Fingered because... As you may have read in the title of this episode. Yes. Because... This one scene, uh, it's never brought up again. Tom, Tom <laughs> Green's Tom Green's goes to like family counseling with his parents, and because he's like psycho, he just starts to yell at the therapist that his dad used to finger his younger brother. Yeah, and like or does who is called Freddie? Who's called Freddie? And he's an adult, but they like the therapist thinks that he's a child and she thinks that he's like claiming that his father sexually abuses his younger brother and and his the dad is ripped torn and you can just imagine it's just like it's a, just a, just hot a mess. mishmash of things and so then freddie who is an adult gets taken to go to a home for kids that have been sexually assaulted <laughs> but he's an adult like and that's yeah. where the title of the movie came from i had no idea oh it's so messed up i remember um Way back in when we had uh, video stores. Remember those? I do. Yeah. So the same time, like roughly the same time, Drop Dead Fred came out mm. and Freddy Got Fingered came out at the same time. Drop Dead Fred. I th- movie of my childhood. I think. I Because what year did uh, Drop Dead Fred come out? I'm going to look it up. But it was, I think it was, bef- it was way before that because I was a kid. Right. 
So I ha- I think maybe Tom Green almost 1991. Like- oh. Oh, that's a whole 10 years before. Mm. Ah. Okay. Well, that, there goes my theory. Never mind. Do you think he copied? That he put it out there to try still. So, oh. so people get confused <laughs> and then take home. Freddie got fingered. Freddie got fingered to be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is Where not- is Rick Mail? Yes. <laughs> but I think like – because I – when I was a kid, I remember seeing the covers for Drop Dead Fred mm-hmm. um, and Freddie Got Fingered. And I got them confused all the time. And I was okay. always, always be like, Mom, like, can we get this one? Like, can we get take this movie home? And she was always like, no. <laughs> like, so aggressive. Like, Juliet was like having not a bar, but she was like, no, That's not a parenting. chance in hell. <laughs> and I was always like, what the hell? Chill out. But I'm like, no, she was right. She knew. She's so right. That I should never have watched this movie. I feel kind of bad shitting on it because people know it as a shit movie. Yeah. So I read a bit about the reception. So the yes. reception was horrific. Like As it should be. Like um, reviewers and critics just slammed it. Just like absolutely like put it in the dumpster. No one ever watched this movie. I think someone gave it a minus one out of five for the first time ever for that publication. <laughs> Good. Absolutely. They just like railroaded it. So – it was done. It was dead. And then years later, I think once it started to come out on DVD, that's when it – not even years later, like a year later, it got uh, started to get a bit of a cult following because suddenly all the like the people who were into who this kind of Who can't afford to go to the cinemas stuff. and spend all their money on mm. pot and Uber started, Eats. Yeah, started oh, We didn't have Uber Eats back then. No. Delivery pizza. Domino's delivery. <laughs> like started to love it. And so now it's got an absolute cult just following. So a cult that needs to be singled out. And cult. I wonder if it's a cult who I think I honestly think that some people are like me, where they're just like, if you ignore the gross stuff, there's a lot of funniness around it. I don't know, but it was just such. I think people have like never seen this kind of a reception before. Like he won. What's it? The Razzies. He got nominated for eight. Won five Razzies. Right. Worst uh, actor. Worst director. Worst movie. (laughs) Worst writer. And I believe worst screenplay as well. (laughs) Well, that's pretty funny. Because I reckon the screenplay was intro, improv, <laughs> end. That was it. Like, of course. Intro, fever dream, end. <laughs> and, like, I think I think that's really funny. And then he went to the Razzies because, for anyone who doesn't know, the Razzies of course he are, like, went the, to the, Razzies. the Oscars for He's the a worst sick man. of everything. And he went and his acceptance speech, he just played the harmonica for a really long time until he got, like, taken, like, dragged off stage. <laughs> He's played the harmonica badly. <laughs> See, I think that's really funny. But, like, it's all that kind of, like, I guess prank humour, which I don't normally like. But I, I kind of trust that he has a comedy brain. I think if I saw him live, I was like, that would be a truly unique experience. Yes. That I would enjoy. Yeah. I think he should have never been given the rights to make a movie. I, well, I'm this thoroughly here. <laughs> this was, like, produced by a proper... Yes, studio. Yes, like, the director um, who also they, made. How did they fucking greenlight this script back uh, then? Like now, yeah, because everyone's about absurdist comedy. Like it, there's so much around. There's so it's so niche, and there's so many people for niche stuff. But back then, how did this get greenlit? I never know. The movie was directed by oh Kev. What's his name? I can't, okay, I can't remember the guy's name. It's directed by a guy called Kevin something. And he also directed uh, Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Another comedy Another classic. Another comedy classic. <laughs> and as well, Fun with Dick and Jane, which oh, wasn't the worst movie ever. I quite liked that movie. Yeah. Hey, Leone. Yeah. So, you know, like he's done like actual no, shit. He dire- Tom Green directed it. it what? Says. Oh, no. 
What have I done now? Directed by Tom Green. Written by Green and Derek Harvey. Oh, maybe this is for Rambo. (laughs) What Rambo was that? What Rambo was that? Look, guys, maybe we were meant to do Rambo this week, but someone watched the wrong Rambo movie. Look. Because the first Rambo movie is not called called Rambo. Rambo. It's called First Blood. Yeah. And then the second movie is called First Blood Part 2. Why would you not call it Second Blood? And do you know what the fourth movie in the franchise is called? I know now. It's called Rambo because I watched Rambo. it. It's called Rambo. It's fucking Fast and the Furious all over again. Oh, my God. Look, so maybe Beck didn't watch the first Rambo. Maybe she watched the fourth Rambo in the series, which yes. is fine because instead we get to review this delight of a movie. Yes, straight up. So fun. We love it. Great. Um, just a quick, like, before we wrap up, just some fun little tidbits if we want to kind of cleanse the palate. Um, you know how Drew Barrymore was in this movie? Uh, yes, because... They were married. Yes. How weird is that? That made me so angry. I remember that. I remember them being married. Because that was at the time when I was like, yeah, a teenager. They were the Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande of kind their time. Of, yeah. Like when it, when it came, when oh, she came shit. up, I was like, well, that's weird. That's a weird casting choice for her. Yeah. It's a weird role for her to choose. And just then, a tiny little smidge role where she's like, yeah, barely yep, doing she anything. she gets out of there. And then at the end during the credits, they've got kind of bloopers and stuff. And there's this cute shot of her and Tom Green being stupid together. And I watched that. I'm like, there's real chemistry. Wait a second. Oh, my God. They were fucking married. I remember that because I remember back in the day everyone was like, she's fucking cool marrying this like weird comedy guy and she's like a huge superstar. And everyone like thought she was really cool and like what a strange, like she must be really weird. I still think that. Yeah. They weren't together for that long, but I can see why. I look. I'm sure if you're a Tom Green fan out there, great for you. But for me, I just like live. I'm sure he's great, but I sincerely think there are so many other fantastic people who would have put the effort into actually making a good movie, and it makes me mad that someone squandered that. Squandered. Good. 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 Yeah. Uh, good word. Yeah. I, that should be your next word of the month. Squandered. Yeah. Squandered. <laughs> I just. I sincerely didn't enjoy this movie. I had to stop it multiple times and take mm-hmm. a breather. I couldn't do it all in one mm-hmm. sitting. I just – I didn't find it clever. There was moments that were funny, but I was like, this is accidental and I don't – I yeah. Uh, yeah it made That's me, fine. I really don't like it. We're allowed to have our own opinions. That's what this whole podcast is for. I know. I just I'm, – I'm more scared of Tom Green fans – than I am Look, I any other kind of fan. These days, I think they're all. Apart from Star Wars fans, fuck, we're scared of Ooh, you. Boy. Please, like, we're coming up to it at some point. Not, so, we don't know when, but like, please, just please be, be nice, cool, guys. Just be chill. Please be chill. All right. So I think Tom Green fans are old now, so we don't have to be scared of them. Yeah, they're also probably not looking for feminist movie review podcasts I don't either. Think I think we're safe. This, I think we're this, good. This podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, let's ratings. Uh, how many horse sticks out of five would you give this movie? I mean, horse sticks are big, so I'm gonna go just the tip of one horse stick. Yuck. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I'd give it two, just uh, two big two, old horse okay. sticks, just because of the what I've said. I thought it was funny in elements. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, this got um, 56% on Rotten Tomatoes. Because now, yeah, the, because now it's resurgent. Yeah. yeah. But 10% on the tomato meter, which ah. I was like, I agree. Interesting. Cool. Yes. Well, yeah, if you guys watch it for the first time now, let us know what you think. I'm really interested to see what people think because it's a comedy and that's what we're invested in. Um, True. Or, or don't. But let Alex know. Don't let me know. Let me know. I'll Just pass it. Alex J1 on all the social media. I'll pass it on to Beck. I, I don't want to be involved in it. Please don't waste my time with this film anymore. <laughs> I'll um, screen the messages and pass them on to Beck. Or not. You know, just leave me out of it. Like, seriously, okay. I fucking – anyway, I love, I love you. Thank I you. I love you. I don't want to squander but your time. I really don't want to hear another fucking second about this movie. <laughs> it's pure trash. All right. Well, that was Ready Got Fingered. <laughs> Ready Got Fingered. So we release episodes weekly, you guys. So please subscribe and uh, listen wherever. No, please subscribe <laughs> wherever you listen to podcasts. It's late, you guys. We've had it's, beers. We got it. And also a big thank you to our producer, Alexi Teleopolis. And please join us next, next week as, <laughs> <laughs> as we tackle Rambo First Blood. Not the fourth one. Which is titled Rambo. Rambo. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, and if you'd like to keep up to us and which movies we're reviewing, please follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod and like our Facebook page, The Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. Also, you can email us at guide to dude cinema at gmail.com. And please rate us five stars on iTunes and in your review, let us know what movie a dude has told you to see and we will review it. For you. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I was right on key the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. We love you. Love you. Bye. Wait,